Welcome to Scooby-Doo Legend of the Podcast, the podcast where we try to investigate the cinematic timeline of Scooby-Doo. I'm your host, Ashton. I'm your other host, London. And I'm your other, other host, Mariah. Welcome to Chapter 29, Legend of the Vampire. So today we're going to be talking about our first actual full-length movie, Scooby-Doo and the Legend of the Vampire. Uh, let's give you a quick synopsis about this movie. On vacation in Australia, Scooby-Doo and the Mystery Ink Gang attend a music festival held at Vampire Rock. But the music goes flat when the gang learns that a legendary Australian creature called the Yowie Yahoo is kidnapping the musical acts and turning them into vampires. Masquerading as a heavy metal band, Scooby-Doo and the gang must survive a trio of rock and roll vampires if they want to crack the outlandish outback mystery surrounding the legend of the vampire. Okay, so this is one of my favorite Scooby movies. It's in my top five. But what did you guys think of it? Little review. I liked it. Um, I can see why it's in your top five because it's... um... I mean, the story is fun. It's just like a music band, like, battle of the band type thing. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. But the mystery itself and, like, the villain is pretty well thought out. And I, I don't know, thought it was cool. (laughs) (laughs) I liked the setting. I like that they use, like, an ancient Australian monster and kind of brought in a lot of cultural things about that, which I thought was cool being on out of the country and on vacation and yeah i like the music setting i think that was fun yeah and you got a lot of cool like costumes and different characters from that so i thought that was pretty cool yeah i agree (laughs) so this is just a random note uh this is the second to last time that all the original Scooby-Doo voice actors and actresses did a Scooby project minus Don Mezic who did Scooby because he had already passed away by this time. Uh, And so this film actually goes really more Scooby-Doo or Are You esque Mm -hmm. I mean, they're in their original outfits and the like background music is actually like, it's the original music from the Where Are You series, but it's Mm -hmm kind of redone, you know, kind of more modern instruments and stuff. So yeah, throughout this movie, it's very much a where are you feel, just with obviously big monster and higher stakes and all that. Uh, This is also the first Scooby-Doo to be all digital. Some people could consider Cyber Chase, but it was kind of using... um, the stu- the studio that was animating those kind of did still more traditional but this is the first time uh yeah that Scooby went full digital no more hand drawn no more uh hand painting so yeah just a little side note there okay are we ready to jump into it yes, yes we <laughs> ready <laughs> our game as usual. Start with Fred. Uh, when we see him, we actually get a like recreation of the Scooby-Doo or Are You opening. Just 
on a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought that was fun, yeah. you know, used with the, uh, not the original music, but the original song. And we see them solving this mystery by the end of the song. And Fred tells us that it was the mystery of the sea serpent smugglers. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Like a just a really short little jaunt that had the mystery, like a whole story going on, mm-hmm. going on in it, and then it just like inter- just goes right in. And yeah, it was really cool. It was a fun way to start it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like kind of explain why they were there and what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's kind of sad because he's like, now we can have this vacation, <laughs> stress free. <laughs> I know, but funny. of course, that's there wouldn't be a movie if that was the case. <laughs> yeah, <true>. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, our movie would be The Sea Serpent Smuggler. Yeah. <laughs> we actually will see this quite a bit more in these movies of having the gang kind of finish solving a mystery before we get into the movie's mystery. Mm-hmm. Not all of them will kind of be like in a musical aspect, and some of them might be we're literally seeing them pull off the mask and talk about it. You know, we might not see some of it before. But we're going to have a lot more of these in these movies now of seeing a, a case that kind of leads into the movie's mystery case. So, uh, okay, before we get too far into Fred, what did you guys think of him now that he's not a kid? We see his teenager side coming out, and mm-hmm. this is kind of more his where are you-esque kind of personality mixed in with his kid. So he is, he's very toned down compared to what we've seen. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, he's much more toned down and not quite as, like, oh, it's this person, it's that person. Ah. Yeah. He's yeah. just kind of, like, chill. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did do that, though. I mean, not, like, as wild and loud, yeah. but he did kind of, oh, it's them. And then once they, like, got kidnapped or whatever, oh. oh <laughs> like, we have yeah. to rethink this. Yeah. <laughs> he did suspect someone at one point but it was even then it still wasn't as frantic Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) we did kind of see a moment though when they were they were trying to sneak into this guy's trailer and i felt like kind of his kid side came out a little bit there where he's like okay so how we're gonna get in here you know daphne you do this family you do this and we're gonna ramp it you know coming up with this wild idea and the girls are like try the front door yeah look it's right there yeah Yeah. (laughs) He kind of got into that mindset. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're, we're kind of seeing him grow up here. Uh, I'm interested to see if we'll see kind of his wacky side come out a little more, but I really felt like this movie was... He wasn't. Yeah. He was kind of straight-minded, let's mm-hmm. solve this and get on our I, vacation. I thought it was kind of funny when they were driving, and he's like, 20 miles or kilometers. He's like... That's not very far. And I'm like, do you even know, Fred? It was yeah. kind of reminded me of what he was like. I have to have the last word. I have to know yeah. exactly. Like, like even if I don't know, I'm going to pretend I know. So yeah. I, I thought that was kind of funny. It reminded me in the new movie Scoob. Uh, Velma, at one point, says something about, like, actually, this way is something meters longer or whatever. And Fred kind of was like, meters, Velma. I don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It just reminds me of that. That's funny. <laughs> whatever. Europe. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. So, actually, it's funny you bring that up. So, again, this is one of my favorites. I've watched this one, like, all my life. And 
like, you know, I never, I didn't process as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just kind of like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And then I remember rewatching this a few years ago, you know, now that I'm older. And he said that, and I was like, oh, it makes sense now. Duh, they're in Australia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, so they are on this cruise. They dock in Australia. And they're just like, okay, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? <laughs> Freaking Fred. <laughs> well, rot the mystery machine. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time we're seeing the mystery machine in our timeline. And I have to say, I love the reveal of it. Yeah. It's just like, stops in the middle of the walkway, the mystery machine, and it's just like being craned down. It was like perfect yeah. timing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grand entrance. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I just felt like, I didn't think about it till we really got here. You know, I was like, I honestly just thought the mystery machine was going to show up. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I really like that there was this big reveal, you know, it wasn't yeah. just hop in the van. Yeah. Thing, like, you know? Where did that come yeah. from? <laughs> I mean, it hasn't been explained yet where they got it. We will learn where they get it and all that. But I just, I don't know. I really like that there was a reveal of the mystery machine. Yeah. So, they go to Bondi Beach, which is a r- real beach, mm-hmm. I believe. I've looked it up. I believe it's a real beach in Australia. And Fred is barbecuing. Yeah, <laughs> he's cooking the food. He's cooking the food. And what are you packing, Fred? I mean, you brought the mystery. Yeah, it's like there. good stuff. I think it was like corn on the cob. Yeah, yeah he was really ready for a full-on relaxing vacation. <laughs> yeah, which was kind of cool and surprising. And then it was funny that Scooby... Well, I guess they said they were hungry, but that they were out surfing and not like, oh my gosh, food, but... (laughs) Yeah, they were all... Because Fred was like, come on, guys. Yeah, Fred was like, hello. (laughs) You know what it remind me of? Sheriff Stone and Mystery Incorporated. He always had a smoker. Yeah, oh my goodness. (laughs) There's a character in the Mystery Incorporated series. He's like the sheriff of the town. And he's... Like, supposed to be this... Well, okay. I don't know the actor's name, but it's Kronk from Emperor's yeah, New Yeah, the voice actor. Oh, yeah, Kronk. the guy who plays Putty on Seinfeld. That's the only reason yeah. I know. <laughs> so he voices him, and he's... I love his voice. You could not pick anybody better for this character, and he's just like a wacky sheriff, you know, always like, oh, kids, don't get into this, like... Anyway, he always, like, catches the wrong people, and he's just a bad sheriff, and it's just like, why are you the sheriff? Anyway, uh, there's just, like, this running gag with him in that series, where, like, the gang will kind of trick him, be like, oh, we need you here at this time to help us, and whatever, and he's all, okay, like, I'll bring my smoker, and they're just like, okay, cool. So he, like, hauls this whole huge smoker, and is just like, okay, tonight we're making, like, just <laughs> smoking burgers and beef. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and he's always ready for a good time, but no one's ever there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Just Fred remind me of that. I mean, this yeah. like, barbecue. barbecue yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see him get jealous this time. Yeah. yeah. Daphne. Mm-hmm. It was kind of funny, because the last thing we watched, Daphne was kind of je- jealous of Fred. But this time, it's reversed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's funny, his face gets all red, and he's like, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a defeated yeah. <laughs> look. Uh, so he's the one that suggests they go to this music festival mm-hmm. that they see a poster for, 
Uh, because Velma really wants to go to the Outback. Yeah. And Shaggy is, like, trying to go against it. Mm-hmm. And so Fred's all, well, there's a music festival that's in the Outback. So we'll see all the Outback on our way there and whatever. So I thought that was just a little interesting. Fred was the one, let's go to the music festival. So we also see them play football during a musical scene. And... I was, I don't know, you had brought up, oh, hey, football. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I wonder who actually brought it. You know, yeah, the because they were all playing. Yeah. So I don't know who initiated that, but, but. I just thought it was funny because we were just <laughs> talking about Fred playing football. Yep. Yeah. So, and that's clearly an American game. So yeah. they were like, yeah, we're yeah, going to bring this. Playing it out <laughs> Once they kind of get to the festival, they learn what's going on, blah, blah, blah. I think it's funny. Fred's just like, well, we'll pose as a band so that the vampire will try to get us and we can figure out what's going on. And I'm like, Fred, you might want to talk to the manager about that. I know. He's just like, so we're going to do this. And <laughs> yeah. Daniel, the manager guy, is like, okay. But, yeah. He was like, like, he was really right. chill, but... Like, yeah, he doesn't even ask. He's like, we're going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we know how to play instruments, and we're going to be an amazing band. <laughs> so this, actually, here's a fun fact. The original premise for Scooby-Doo, it was going to be called Mysteries 5 uh-huh. uh, instead of Scooby-Doo. And the original premise for it was going to be that the gang were a band, and in between gigs is when they would solve mysteries. Oh. So this is that kind of sense. calling back to that. Yeah. If you know your Scooby history. Yeah. So, yeah, this is kind of our first time seeing their supposed origins, you know? Yeah, as a band. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So, okay, speaking of all of them playing in a band, so was Fred playing, like, bass or guitar? I don't know, instruments. Oh, I don't know. Because I should have paid attention. both had, like, a guitar. Yeah, I didn't pay attention because, like, yeah, the bass would have four strings and then the oh, would have six yeah, so i didn't even pay attention to that but yeah so well fred had more of like a electric guitar looking one and then shaggy had like it looked like like a shoebox yeah it was like a homemade <laughs> guitar or yeah. something that it kept breaking <laughs> like a type thing yeah. yeah uh so we had kind of already brought this up but fred assumes that the bad omens which is a Another band in this contest are the vampires immediately. Yeah. Yeah, he already them. has a suspect in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was, like, pretty set on that. Because when they got kidnapped, he's like, oh, I knew. I thought suspect. it was them. Yeah. <laughs> and they go to their manager's trailer to try to, mm-hmm. you know, like, get clues that s- suspect them and whatever. So, yeah, Fred was pretty set on that. Uh, did you guys notice eventually when they're driving around uh Daphne kind of is talking about the vampire and Fred gives her a look like oh you believe it's real Mm -hmm. and she was like oh well if you believe it's real yeah I mean if you believe in that (laughs) sort of thing (laughs) (laughs) so I I thought that was just interesting to kind of have this unspoken language yeah yeah that's true Fred was also he had to announce to the gang, we got another mystery on our hands. Yep, he was able yeah. to start it. 
He's the one that carries the gang across the bridge. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. And a little more of his young self came out uh, after he like got blown by the vampire and his shirt came off. He's like, now you don't have my socks filled in the dryer. I know, that was so funny. <laughs> his shirt like flies off of all that was random. Like, and then it like goes on shaggy. <laughs> He was also the one who noticed, because when they went to inspect Jasper's trailer, he had claimed that he was going to be at his trailer, but he wasn't. And so later he also said, yeah, I was at my trailer. And Fred was like, trailer? Hmm. Mm-hmm. You weren't there. We were snooping around. I know. I was like, you just admitted that you broke into this <laughs> yeah. guy's trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did anyone see or realize... Anybody set a trap? Because all of a sudden, the trap was just there. Oh, I didn't even... Yeah. He had to have done it super quickly. And he um, he had it with Daniel's help. Oh, yeah, because Daniel... It was definitely, like, from one scene, they were running, and the very next, okay, get the trap ready, it was like, I'm there was no... <laughs> guessing they set it up before they started, like, hiking up the mountain. Mm. Or, like, once they got to the top, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> because it's... Yeah, it seemed like... They were trying to lead the vampires there. Yeah. So, he kept saying to cross the bridge. Yeah. So he uh-huh. knew that was the direction. Oh, because vampires couldn't cross bridges or something? Yeah. yeah or water. water. Running water. Running water, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to guess they set it up before they started, like, snooping around the mountain. Yeah, because that was pretty, like, with Daniel and the boomerang, felt mm-hmm. pretty well thought out. Uh, my last note for Fred is that he likes... The band name that Daniel gives them, which is Meddling Kids. Meddling oh, Kids. Yeah. <laughs> Daphne's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Anybody have anything else? Um, I put that um, Velma talks about when they're in the vampire cave or whatever. That there's the lanterns are already lit. And so she's like, oh, well, someone had to have been here to light these lanterns. And Fred agreed with her. Instead mm. of being, like, trying to take over, he's like, you're right, Velma. I'm like, good job, Fred. You're learning to give credit when someone points out something. Exactly. He's credit to so, But then he ran over to the light. This is also warm. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> so Let very, me check this. It was a very small step. It's not quite there, but it was progress. Wait, let me find something. <laughs> he's trying. He's trying. <laughs> he did a good job. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, it's like. Well, what about this? Yeah. Oh, wait! <laughs> this one's still warm. Yes, Fred, I'm sure it is. If it's on, it's gonna be warm. Uh, so, uh, Daphne, she believes this is gonna be the best vacation ever. Yeah. This is the first vacation that we're... Well, no, they went to the ski lodge. Yes. This is the first international vacation we're seeing them take. Yeah, together. So, yeah, I guess Daphne it can only get lower from here. <laughs> I know, right? She can only go downhill. <laughs> <laughs> she gave Scooby a Scooby snack during the first little romp while they were traveling through the outback. Yes. Oh, I didn't know. While they're at their picnic, I think, yeah. She yeah. Pulls up, oh, she pulls okay. them out. <clears throat> she is the one that wants to go to Bondi Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where she attracts these boys. And she was just 
all into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she knew she was doing. That's yeah. why she wanted to go. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then she like her opening thing is like her in her swimsuit and she's diving. That's like yeah. her, her opening scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of like yeah. you said a foreshadow. Yeah, that's what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We kind of said yeah. it. Like, <gasps> she's diving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so this doesn't explicitly show it, but I mean the diving is a little bit of a hint. We're going to start seeing Daphne become, like, take karate-type lessons. Just become very self-defensive of herself. Um, and so, in the next series that we'll be going into, What's New Scooby-Doo? The very first episode, actually, she goes, like, investigating on her own. Because Fred broke his leg and broke her spring. I don't know. He was in bed. <laughs> and Velma got a cold. And so she's out on her own, doing investigating, whatever. And she just is able to think fast. And so, I don't know, this was just kind of a hint at that already. Yeah. While she was, these vampires were chasing after her. And so she's like, what do I do? Well, good thing I know how to dive. Yeah, I thought that was really cool because she got separated from Mm -hmm. them. And she figured out what she needed to do and, like, didn't freak out and kind of, you know, did her own thing. So, I we, thought that was neat. We finally see some danger from Daphne, too. Yeah, exactly. That's why she gets separated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, But nobody's there to save her, so yeah. she had to figure it out. When they get to Vampire Rock, the, there's, like, you know, these wolves, and then Scooby and Shaggy are saying there's a vampire, and she is just volunteering Fred. Fred, do something! <laughs> I missed like, that. Glad you have faith in him now. <laughs> Um, then we see her in the band, their band that they formed. She plays keyboard. It's like an interesting keyboard. It's like yeah, it's like a total like eighties yeah. like keyboard. It's awesome. So when they're investigating this trailer, who belong it belongs to Jasper. Uh, she claims that it's totally retro. Yeah, I was like, but. Aren't you guys wearing super yeah. retro clothes? <laughs> so I was totally confused. Because <laughs> I felt like everyone was pretty retro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, these are totally like old time clothes that they wear mm-hmm. all the time. But then, okay, I was like, um, girl, she's just, I'm going to try his bed. <laughs> oh, I know. on the water bed. That's right. Yeah, she didn't seem to care. Because normally she's like, you dust, you this. Mm-hmm. But she'll just like go on a random person's bed and like, just like... It's a waterbed, guys. <laughs> I know. Get on. Even, like, Jasper's, because he was kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, he's, a, he's a... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't jump in his bed. Some but. random band <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> in a trailer. <laughs> but there is air conditioning. Yeah. Oh, yeah so at least it's not, like, super hot and sweaty in there. But. That's most important, according to him. <laughs> according to him. She also is... I mean, we kind of talked about danger-prone Daphne, because she notices... Because she accidentally finds the entrance into the rocks, into yeah. the vampire rock. And then, while they're all looking around, she notices this light under an area of the wall. And, of course, she happens to step on the secret button to open the secret <laughs> passage. And that's kind of when she gets trapped and has to run away from the vampire people. <laughs> yeah, vampire people. At some point, we see them all sleeping in a tent and... <laughs> Of course, the one that Daphne's in, which she's in with Velma, 
but it's all purple and has flowers on it. And it was yeah. like the one of the biggest ones. Yeah. It was the biggest tent. <laughs> yeah, even the Hex Girls, which, hey, the Hex Girls are in this. They seem to have a smaller tent and there were three. Yeah, they were just like, <laughs> we're just going to chill in here. <laughs> I liked Daniel's tent and his feet were poking out. Yeah. Oh, who's the tent is that? And then he like pokes, he pokes out. out. Yeah. <laughs> Barely fits in his little tent. I'm surprised Daphne camps, like, that she wouldn't demand, like... Yeah, okay, I was surprised, too. I thought she would totally would have been like, we need to go get a trailer yeah. or something. Like, I need air conditioning. I need a water bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We watched a movie not too long ago. It's called Camp Scare, which is all about going to Fred's childhood camp, and they're going to be counselors and whatever, and that whole movie is basically like a spoof on friday the 13th and anyway uh like towards the beginning of the movie they're like driving to the camp and you know fred's all like oh there's the camp and whatever and they look and it's it's like high tech like glorious water all great whatever and you know like daphne and velma whatever we're like wow you know like check out the camp and everything and they kind of admit we weren't so excited to be camping, but this looks great. And then Fred's all, oh, that's Camp Big Moose. That's Camp Little Moose. And it's this rundown cabin oh. place. And, <laughs> and they were both like, oh. So it's interesting right now. She's just like, okay, whatever, we'll camp. I'm a little surprised she didn't even say, well, I'll be in the mystery machine or something. You know? Yeah, like, I'm surprised she wants to stay in a tent on the ground. I mean, who knows? Maybe her tent has yeah. air conditioning. I mean, their treehouse was fully equipped with everything, so yeah. no surprise if it does. <laughs> yeah, it probably had some sort of luxurious items inside yeah. that we just couldn't see. <laughs> yeah. uh, once the vampires show up, finally, that Fred, Daphne, and Velma are seeing, uh, Daphne is surprised. She's like, oh, there really are vampires. She yeah. didn't believe the whole time till she could see him for herself. Well, when she, so they chase her, the vampire people chase her when she's in the cave and then she comes to an opening to like a cliff and she has to dive to escape. But while she's escaping, she's also simultaneously saving Shaggy and Scooby because (laughs) they're being hunted by the the dingo dogs. Yeah, are those real? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, and then the water from her splash scares them away, and so that <laughs> yeah. was the miracle they were needing. So I thought that was kind of interesting that she escaped and also saved both Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah, that's true. My last note for Daphne is at the end, once they've captured the villain and everything, she has makeup just readily available. <laughs> yeah, and she does their makeup to prove who they are. Yeah, who they are. <laughs> and that was, like, really fast. Mm-hmm. She was like... Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I got this, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm a pro. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I was like, where's your purse, girl? Where were you hiding that the whole time? Who knows? That's all I have for Daphne. Does anybody have anything else? Mm-mm. That was all I had. Okay. Okay, Velma. So, she has an Australian guidebook, yeah. which seems very on brand for her. Mm-hmm. She's the... the one that's like telling where we can go, what we can do. Yeah. Yeah, and she has all these cool facts about Australia. Who knows how accurate they are. I've heard this movie is very inaccurate. Oh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, there's, I know there's some Australian listeners, so y'all can 
tweet us or email us yeah. and let us know. Who knows? Is is Yahoo 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 a real thing? No, they made it up for the movie. <laughs> well, that's b- dumb. <laughs> I wonder if Vampire Rock's a real place. Because I was like, oh, cool. There's like an ancient vampire like legend. Yeah. And I'm like, never mind. Sorry to burst Scrap- your bubble. Scratch that, everyone. <laughs> That's that's disappointing because I'd be like, that's so cool. Like you're taking like cultural like legends, yeah. and making mysteries. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> and Vampire Rock is not a real place either. But that would have been so cool. I know. Vampire Rock. I'd want to go there. Y'all go make a Vampire Rock. Right. Like make a yeah Vampire Rock. Just claim it. Vampire Rock. <laughs> so we see in uh the van in the mystery machine. She has a laptop, which, okay, yeah, she always has a computer with her, but they have a printer in the mystery machine. Oh. Because they print out the picture of the Yahoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. That's, yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's interesting. She's the one that researches all the vampire stuff, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, pretty much, you would expect that. And she's one that's very kind of, the leader in there's no such thing as vampires yeah she said that like four times yeah she's very vocal about that <laughs> not believe it and she also she brought a camera with her and was yeah. taking pictures yeah she brought to document everything yes everything mm-hmm. she had uh she has <laughs> one of the coolest cameras like the ones that i mean polaroid type cameras we have mm-hmm. those i love those types of cameras yeah. you just print and they spit out and right when they are, well, when Fred volunteers themselves to be one of the contending bands, Velma's, like, the lead singer, and apparently she loves to sing, but she just gets stage fright, mm-hmm. which I did not know that about Velma, that she likes to sing. Yeah, we learned something new. So that was kind of cool. That was cool. That she wa- that she was the lead singer and not Daphne. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. as much as I love Daphne, she definitely is usually, like, gets the main spot, you yeah. know? Yeah. So... So I thought that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Daphne didn't even have, like, a... Why does she get to be the singer? Uh-oh. You know, she was supportive of Velma. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. She was like, you love to sing, Velma. Mm-hmm. She actually seemed to really like her position of the keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was good at that. She was happy with that. <laughs> so not only does Daphne offer uh, Scooby and Shaggy Scooby snacks, but Velma actually has her own box, too. Yeah, they were both bribing them. Mm-hmm. So... Again, I have been saying eventually it's going to move on to Velma. We're kind of starting to see this transition. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when or how it'll all be on Velma, but we're seeing it here now start. But Daphne still has them. <laughs> yeah, Velma also says jinkies when she finds clues, such as she finds the Wildwind costumes in jasper's trailer and she notices that whenever the vampire villain shows up on all the smoke that the smoke smells like cotton candy Mm -hmm. so she like notes that to herself and of course us the viewers are like okay that's gonna be important (laughs) yeah that's one of the clues yep she loses her glasses is this the first time we're seeing her lose her glasses I don't remember seeing um did it ever happen in a pub not that i can remember Cause like her glasses are such a big part of her face uh-huh. in that like yeah <laughs> like I don't know what she'd look like without that. I don't think yeah I don't think we ever saw her lose her glasses in a pup. I think this is the first time we're seeing her. 
lose her glasses. Yeah, so they, she, she trips and they fall off. And of course, something hands them back to her. And she's like, oh, thank you. I'm relieved. And then she <laughs> sees it's the vampire ghost. And she's like, I'm not relieved anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she thought it was Fred and was like, thanks, Fred. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, so now this will be kind of a trend for her. Yeah. To lose her glasses and something will happen. The, it's like when they get them off, it's like, I'll close my yeah. eyes. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's so blinding. <laughs> uh, which then she runs into Fred because she oh, can't yeah. see. She knocks him over. Mm-hmm. And the first thing Fred Fred says is, have you found Daphne yet? Yeah. Not even, oh, yeah. are you okay? You yeah. <laughs> Why are you running? Why did you knock me over? No, where's Daphne? Where's Daphne? <laughs> Uh, so she does the exposition explaining who and why and how for everything fred kind of jumps in here and there too but yeah velma was the one that kind of had it all figured out and tells yeah the story um and then my last note for is uh, we do see them the gang perform at the end of the movie and she's like super nervous but then once she starts she gets really into it yeah she just lets go Mm -hmm. goes for it so that's all I had for Velma. Anybody have anything else? Oh, she can't walk in high heels or go-go boots. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, she. even Daphne was like, yeah, let's get you out of those so you can be more comfortable. So she was pretty supportive of her yeah, she was. in her role. Mm-hmm. It was like a good like girl, best friend kind of yeah. relationship. I also put, as my last note, is because she brought the camera in the beginning and she was taking pictures throughout. It actually helped them debunk one of the clues was that the vampires don't appear on film and she took a picture when they were chasing them and they appeared so they weren't real vampires in yep. case so can't take their picture boom <laughs> further proving her theory that vampires don't exist yep exactly. speaking of high hills in the series be cool scooby-doo there's an episode where they're at like their friends wedding whatever and so like Velma and Daphne are in a dress and Velma is like, I hate dresses, whatever. And she's in high heels and she struggles with it. And so like being in high heels and in a dress, so she like the whole episode, she has to like pull up her dress and she's stomping like, this is how I don't fall and whatever. So it's just funny. We're kind of seeing it here. She's like, okay, I can't do high heels. Yeah. She just <laughs> can't do them at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh-huh. All right. Shaggy. He's got a doggy bag. <laughs> yeah, which he took a bunch of food from the cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, to go. anybody would do. <laughs> Duh. He like took a whole buffet. <laughs> so once they got to the beach, him and Scooby went surfing. You did this episode with me. Remember the skateboarder, the skateboarder? dude? And they, Shaggy and Scooby really wanted to go surf, but they yeah. were like, no, we're here to solve a mystery. And they never yeah. got to surf. They actually wanted to surf, so it was kind of like... Yeah, the food wouldn't even get them to stop surfing. Yeah. So it's like they got to surf. <laughs> they they really wanted to. to. Uh, we're going to see another movie here not too long called Aloha Scooby-Doo. They go to Hawaii. Daphne enters a surfing contest. And uh, Shaggy and Scooby kind of like, they don't really enter it, but they're just like, oh, but we want to surf too type of thing. So their surfing will carry on with them. Like they like to surf. Yeah. But then we'll, we'll eventually see Daphne. We'll pick it up, too. Well, obviously, Shaggy is, of course, scared of the vampire. And 
him and Scooby are kind of the first of the gang to encounter it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Scooby saw it first, and then, you know, he was, Scooby's like, hey, 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 look, oh, yes, look, that's look. that's right. And, you know, and I, I always think it's funny, because Shaggy just, like, turns around, and Scooby's still poking him. He's like, stop. <laughs> and, yeah, anyway, yeah, they were the first ones to see him. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, of course, once, once they kind of get the rest of the gang to realize there's a mystery, Shaggy doesn't really want to solve it. He yeah. just wants to... <laughs> Enjoy their vacation and go to the buffet and not deal with it. I also like his his uh, description for the vampire. Big, scary, and like he kept trying to say it and everybody kept stopping him. And then eventually Daphne was like, okay, we get it. Stop, chill. <laughs> uh, he, Shaggy does not want to go to the Outback. He keeps trying to do everything to not go. Yeah. Just as, like, it's boring. You look at dust and trees. Like, there's just... Yeah, he was just so against going to the Outback. And then once they, like, see the vampire and everything, he's like, I told you. (laughs) He just (laughs) never come here. Yeah. Yeah, he just knew in his gut that there was something bad out there and that would ruin the vacation. (laughs) And they had that video game they were playing in the Mystery Machine. I thought that was funny. Yeah, playing a video game with themselves. (laughs) But to get Scooby Snacks. Like, there's a Scooby Snack. So... This is a little, uh, here's a little thing we gotta discuss, timeline-wise. So technically, the movie before this is Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. That movie, one of their friends, makes a video game based off of them, where each level you have to find the box of Scooby Snacks. So technically, in that sense, they're playing that video game. Um, But right in, in this movie's context, like, if you had never seen that movie, it doesn't even explain it, what it is, or anything, so... We're, you know, we're going in our timeline order. That's how we're seeing this, too. We don't know what this video game is. We have their own video game of themselves, you know? So, yeah, this, this, I'm going to take it as, yeah, they're, at this point, they become well-known. We know they're still teenagers. So, clearly, they have just graduated super early. They apparently were just super smart or whatever. And we're able to graduate early, and their mystery solving has become well known. They're obviously getting paid for it because they're going to Australia. Unless Daphne's family is just being like, go to Australia, you know? Run the card. <laughs> but where, yeah, where they have a video game of themselves now, it makes me believe, yeah, that they, they're well known now. And I mean, you know, not everyone's gonna be like, oh my gosh, it's Mystery Inc. But, you know, they're. They're well known, like mystery solvers. So, yeah, that's kind of our first indication of that with a video game. So, I also just put a little note that he, whenever he got scared, he'd jump in Scooby's arms. <laughs> that's true. Uh, he and Scooby give the vampires put them in tanning beds. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. During the first technical romp. Yeah, they tripped him doing other things and like. Didn't, weren't they, like, at an, a restaurant or something? Or yeah, what was it he they... kept distracting them. Like, he served yeah. him food, and then mm-hmm. he got, like, really full. And then while he was eating, they had run off. So he, they kept doing their typical, distract him and then run away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was funny. That's how the romp ended, was they put the tanning, like, measure really high. Dangerously so, like, started high. steaming <laughs> and stuff. And so the vampires kind of, like, pushed it open and... 
kind of growled at the screen, but... They had yeah. already run away before. Yep. <laughs> uh, Shaggy notes, I mean, it was kind of out of, like, oh, well, we, we can go, like, we cannot split up type of thing, you know. But he mentions that vacation is bringing them a lot closer. But, I mean, he was saying, so we shouldn't split up now. <laughs> but... yeah. Oh, yeah, he didn't want to, again, be left alone mm-hmm. with Scooby. I thought it was interesting that Fred had them watch the campsite. It was like, of yeah. all people, I was like, I would not pick them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand. And then they were fall. They, they fell, asleep. fell asleep. Yeah. yeah. So like, good job, on, Fred. <laughs> I mean, nothing happened till morning, technically. But yeah. but I'm like, that's an interesting choice. <laughs> My last note for Shaggy is that him and Scooby got caught in the trap at the end. Yes, they did. Okay, Scooby, I have a few more things for him. Uh, like, one of the first times we're seeing them, Scooby steals Shaggy's sandwich. And I always thought this scene was really cool. I don't know why. It just was interesting. Scooby, like, took a bite of the pizza and then, like, flung it like a frisbee. And then it caught Shaggy's sandwich and then came back to him and he was able to eat it all. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Scooby's scared of heights. We yeah, I caught that too when he looked yeah. over mm-hmm. the edge. I mean, to be fair, anyone, any normal person at that height would be a little freaked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So look straight down. Exactly. Um, he also ran into the dingo dogs when he was alone. Poor Scooby. <laughs> I know. Those those dingo dogs just kept like peering. Hey. But then he like befriends them at the end. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and he'd always howl with them. Yeah. So like at the end, they all howled together. Mm-hmm. So they kind of became... A part of the pack a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. This is the beginning of Scooby pestering or other animals pestering him. He just has these weird little rivalries with all these little animals now. This is going to become a trend. And it all starts with a crab pinching his nose. <laughs> oh, yeah. The crab. Oh, poor Scooby. <laughs> that crab was mean. Yeah. And then he... Pinches Shaggy's toe. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because Shaggy's laughing at him, so the crab's like, oh, fine. I'll show you to laugh at me. <laughs> uh, like we said, Scooby saw the vampire first. Yeah. Oh, Scooby had a run-in with a groundhog or something too, right? Yes. Yeah. There was a, a groundhog that like he was digging, and the groundhog was like, excuse you, what are you doing? <laughs> and then there was also a koala in a tree. Oh, I missed that. That he, well, it was when they had met up with Malcolm and he was like, oh yeah, I'm using the wood from this tree over there. And Scooby is like, oh, you know, like food on the tree. And so he ran over and he's, you know, kind of like picking out the tree, sniffing it, whatever. And the koala comes out of the tree and starts hitting him with a branch. (laughs) Go away. (laughs) So yeah, just, this is the beginning of rivalry with animals. (laughs) I put that his tail caught on fire at the end. Yeah. When, okay, first of all, because at first it was just the big vampire figure in smoke. And then at the end, all of a sudden, he's like shooting these fireballs and like wind and craziness. <laughs> but, anyways, his tail caught on fire, so he had to run to the water to put it out. Mm-hmm. And he also clings onto Velma at one part, too. Oh. Because they both get scared and they cling mm. to each other, which I thought was funny. Instead of Shaggy, he's like, Velma. <laughs> yeah, him and Velma kind of have this bond. 
we're still seeing that here. Uh, he plays the drums in the band. <laughs> yeah, he's a drummer. He knows how to play it, too. Oh, the gator. He also gets eaten by oh, a gator. Oh, that's right. Like, really eaten by him. Like, come on, guys. Like, he was gone. <laughs> but he fought himself out. Yeah. <laughs> and Shaggy's just, like, kind of laughing. Oh, he was going to yeah. have his own Scooby snack. Didn't he have, like, a run-in with a shark, too? Or both of them. Yeah, it was, it was Scooby and Shaggy. Yeah, yeah. they were surfing. And they were like, okay, let's go back. I'm hungry and... Shark just starts coming out of a wave. Yeah. And then it comes on land. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the crab, man, he's getting attacked by everything. So Scooby is the one that defeats the Yahoo. Yeah. The sun is rising and it reflects off of his collar and onto the vampire. And the vampire just like explodes. Yeah. Except I think it's funny because, I mean, we'll explain it in a minute, but like, you know what the vampire actually was the vampire was like no yeah, yeah, i was like, like wait <laughs> i don't think you would have that animated like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and then my last note for scooby which we already actually talked about is yeah he eventually gets gets in good with the dingo dogs yeah they become brothers <laughs> yeah the brethren <laughs> pack part of the pack Anybody have anything else? Did he play the drums with his tail at all? I was just curious, or was it just because I was like, I was wondering if his tail kind of so. got like involved. I was like, I thought it would have been cool. Yeah, I, I just remember him one time doing like the brunch, mm -hmm. and then he was like trying to prove like, oh, a dog can be in a band, and like he drummed, and then all the drum sets started falling and whatever. Yeah. He's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> But I don't. Yeah, I can't recall him using his tail. Okay, now for our side characters, we have a few, kind of a handful. So Daniel, we—he's actually the first person we see in this movie, mm -hmm. and he's basically like the host, the manager, the one in charge of this music festival out in Vampire Rock, and this—it's a music festival slash music competition. Um, whichever band wins gets to become signed with like a record label and so only no signed bands can sign up you know to be in the competition and you can't be in the competition twice so after you've done it even if you lose you can't come back and do it again but uh, he like he sees the van the first vampire sighting and but he's still like no the show's gonna go on like yeah. we're gonna make this happen mm -hmm. and he's like vampires don't exist yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say too yeah the whole time he's like vampires aren't real even though i've seen it and like people say like his partner was like you saw it with your own two eyes he's like i don't know what i saw yeah. so but his grandpa was like there's vampires yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's all i had for daniel i liked daniel i thought he was fun I don't know. He was a cool guy. Yeah, he even helped Fred with his trap. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I thought that was cool. He had a boomerang. Yeah, exactly. And I liked his grandpa. Like, he was like, I guess, kind of like Aborigine. Like, I don't know if that was because they did like smoke signals and I kind of like that. Yeah, he was very in tune with the area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Malcolm is his name. Mm hmm. 
yeah, he believes in the vampire legend. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was cool that he was using smoke signals. And even Daniel was like, you could pick up a phone. And he's like, no, we do it this way for the tribe or whatever. I thought that was cool. (laughs) I thought they were trying to point towards Malcolm for a while Mm because they're like, well, my grandpa doesn't want this music festival to go on. But they never really said why. It was just because of the vampires. But I was like, is there some weird reason why? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) And Malcolm says that the only way to destroy the vampire is by sunlight. So he's like, you just gotta get him to be out when there's sun. Yeah. So, yeah, he was the one to kind of give them the solution type uh-huh. thing. Um, eventually, he finds the Hex Girls, which we'll explain that in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, he found them wandering <laughs> and kind of rescued them. And he thought they were vampires, too, actually. Yeah, the way <laughs> they were dressed. So another very, very minor character we see at the beginning of the movie is Matt Marvelous. He's a contestant in the competition and he's kind of doing like a... I can't think of the what you'd say right now. He's doing like a guitar solo or what? A, uh, Audition? I don't know if he was auditioning. Rehearsing? Rehearsal. Rehearsal, there yeah. we go. Like a sound check rehearsal mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah, and he's he's the first victim of the vampire that we see. Yeah. So and okay, before okay, I just wanna see your guys' thoughts on this. So I mean we see eventually the Yaoi Yahoo's little henchmen kind of start to steal the victims and whatever, but like for the first two or so times, the Yahoo has like this weird rope thing that grabs them. Like, is that what is that? Like, I don't understand it. And that was never explained. No. I mean, I'm how I'm going to assume it is because of the reveal and everything we learn. I'm gonna assume it's uh, like their rock climbing rope. Yeah, because they had mentioned, like, oh, their rock climbing equipment yeah. is what made them, like, look like they were flying around. And right. so it's almost like some kind of, like, lasso trapeze thing. That's what, like, yeah. And then they just <laughs> use makeup or something to make it look spooky, you I know? Yes. But it looked like electricity almost. Yeah, I was like, yeah, is it going like, to zap them? <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, they're so good at special effects. I'm all, okay, nobody's that good. <laughs> Unless you... Unless yeah. it's, like, computer-generated, but no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a good question. I think there's a lot of things about that that can't be explained. Yeah. <laughs> like, the fireballs and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah that, too. That we use explosions. I'm like, that was more than explosions. That was a full-on attack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Scooby logic. <laughs> exactly. You just gotta chuck it up to that. <laughs> So then we have Jasper. He is a band manager. We learned he used to manage the band Wildwind, who has disappeared since their last performance at the music festival. They didn't win, and so they kind of vanished after not winning. But now he's managing the Bad Omens, which, <laughs> great name, fits you really well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just like, I want them to win right now i want them to win automatically like 
just yeah. claimed them the winner. Uh, he is like full on hippie guy. Yeah, he is really into seventies stuff. And this is the guy that the gang break into his trailer. Yeah, his trailer. the waterbed. Yeah, with the waterbed and, and the costumes mm-hmm. of the Wild Wind band members, which yeah. I thought was weird. He had their costumes. Yeah, that, I thought that was weird too. He still had like some costumes of them. I'm like. Dude, you need to let go a little bit. Well, and then his explanation was like, it was, I just had them made because I missed them. And yeah. I was like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would have been less weird to say, oh, they were just some extras that I kept for the memories. But, like, he had them made. made. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, he was a little obsessed with his previous band. Yeah, he was strange. <laughs> he wanted to be kidnapped by the vampire. Yeah, yeah at one point... Like once he once they had gone to the trailer and realized he wasn't there, and then uh, the bad omens got kidnapped, and so he came over and he's like, "Oh no, what happened?" and whatever, and you know they were like they got kidnapped by the vampire, you know we thought maybe you did too or whatever, and he was like, "No, I wish I should have stayed with my band." He has some weird attachment to yeah. them that he does not have with any of the new bands. Yeah. It's like just them. He, he like wants to, any band he sees, he's like, hey, I'll represent you. Hey, he should be. <laughs> yeah, because we, we meet two skinny dudes, another band apparently going to join the contest. And he just steps up. He's like, do you have a manager? Yeah. Like, let me talk to y'all. And then we learn also at the end that he tried to become the Hex Girls manager as well. Yeah. I'm like, okay, guy, you which don't is... have enough to go around. Like, <laughs> you're doing too much. Yeah, which was where he was when he wasn't at his trailer. Yeah. He claimed to be. He was like, I was trying to get the Hex Girls to let me be their manager, which mm-hmm. is kind of funny. <laughs> I was like, really? They're not going to want you to be their manager. No. Yeah. <laughs> not your hippie guy. Mm-mm. That's all I have for Jasper. Yeah. So Russell is like Daniel's second in command, like like the band coordinator. Yeah, yeah, because he he was the one to get the two skinny dudes to come mm-hmm. yeah. to the competition and everything. Yeah, um, he's very like set on the rules. Rules are rules. He's uh-huh. setting Jasper in his place. Like, yeah, he was just very like, and he also too was like, oh, the vampires are here, like. Uh, Daniel, why don't you believe, like... Yeah. Yeah, he believed in the vampires very much. I didn't have a lot for him. <laughs> no, he was, like, only there at the beginning. Mm-hmm. In that next scene when Jasper shows up, so... Yeah, then you were like, wait, where's Russell? Yeah, and then they're like, Russell, he hasn't been here. I'm all, ugh. dun dun The Hex Girls, this is our first time meeting the Hex Girls... They are a eco-goth rock band. They will appear more. We'll actually see them here again shortly. Like uh, We have a movie coming up next again, and then we're jumping into our next series, and they have an episode in the next series that they'll appear in. Uh, so we're going to see them here not too long after this. Uh, but uh, apparently they're friends with the gang. Yeah, they had already, like, they were greeting us that they had met before. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, Thorin even said, these are our friends from America. Yeah, and I thought, 
I think when we were talking about before, like the gang kind of has like they're a little more famous or whatever yeah. than we think they are, and that's what I think maybe yeah. they know each other. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like I'm wondering if uh, they, you know, because the gang are a little more well known, that the hex girls were kind of like, hey, you should come to our show, or the gang went to one of their shows and the hex girls were like oh, it's the Mystery inking, you know, yeah. and kind of became acquaintances. Yeah. But yeah, we we didn't really get any, like, history on it or anything, so it's all up for assumption right now. Yeah. Speculation. Um, Shaggy calls them divas at one point. Yeah, he did. Because <laughs> they were, like, in their tent, um, we're trying to get our sleep before the show. Can you keep it down? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Divas. <laughs> they are the third victim of the vampires that we see yeah and like fred was like hmm this is serious now yeah like we gotta find these girls (laughs) they're messy with our friends uh, (laughs) not just some random band exactly so he's like that's when they're like we have to follow them to vampire rock yeah (laughs) um i also thought it was really interesting at least thorn mainly so she was the the one on guitar and the one that would sing um, but she was, like, when the vampire started attacking, she was, like, grabbed her guitar and was like, stay back! Right. She was just going at it. She was like, get away! Yeah. <laughs> I kind of liked that. I was like, yeah, stand up for yourself. Yeah. And then they said, like, when the, the vampires were trying to get them to stay there or whatever, they are like, or join, what was it they wanted them to join? Go on this vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they are like, no. <laughs> yeah, they are like, no, we're here, like. We do what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, when the gang are doing their performance, the Hex Girls pop in and join their yeah. performance as well. I thought that was cool. So that's all I have for the Hex Girls. Yeah. So just so we can say for timeline-wise, the Hex Girls consist of Thorn, Dusk, and Luna. So three band members. Yeah. Then we had the Bad Omens. We had kind of talked about they are Jasper's current... Ish. Yeah. <laughs> they were his band. first fans until they got taken, and then he was going trying to get two skinny dudes. Yeah. yeah so they were technically a second because Wildwind was his first. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But they're the first ones that we see that we know about. Yeah. Uh, but they were the second victims of the vampire, and the when the gang say, "Oh, we're gonna be a band," whatever, they're like. <laughs> Yeah, you're not a real band. Like, step aside. And, yeah. And they were so like, oh, I gotta work on my makeup and my eyeshadow. And my piercings. Yeah, piercings. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. They seem totally like punk rock. Yeah, and they were like super rude. Yeah. They uh, were. <laughs> I mean, you might be with that kind of man. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. They were just there. They were very bright. Yeah, and they had one girl and two guys, yeah. right? We had two skinny dudes. Yeah, Barry and Harry. Oh, okay, I didn't get their names. Yeah, yeah Barry, Harry. <laughs> Barry, Harry. <laughs> Barry, Harry. Harry, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> um, they think that they win by default because everybody else was taken. I know, I was like, do you really want to win by default? Yeah, yeah that doesn't lame. say much about you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Russell kind of called him in to be in the contest. And we, well, they come riding in motorcycles and Shaggy's oh. like, 
the vampires are in a motorcycle gang. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we just kind of see him for that moment and never see him again because Jasper takes yeah. him away. Yeah, it's like I didn't even think about him. Yeah. Later. I was like, oh yeah, those guys. <laughs> I'm like, what's the point of that? And then you're like, oh. Yeah, and then, oh. We find out. <laughs> so that's all the side characters. So now for the villain. Gotta get to it. Okay, so our main villain is the Yaoi Yahoo. He is claimed to be an ancient Australian vampire who lives on Vampire Rock. Uh, I do like that he had history, you know? It wasn't just, oh, this vampire showed up. You know, like, there was this legend behind it, and Daniel's grandpa knew about the legend and everything. And I really like at, like, after the first attack in the beginning of the movie, uh, you know, we we don't know anything. We just see the vampire. He takes uh, Matt Marvelous and, you know, kind of goes away, explodes away. And then uh, I just love the part of uh, Malcolm being like, the vampire legend is true. Oh, you know, yeah. and you're just like, what? <laughs> what vampire legend? But I will say, yeah, I am disappointed that they didn't. Use an actual Australian history something yeah. like legend. That's they just pulled it out of their bubble. <laughs> so he's basically a giant bat vampire. He has like wings attached to his arms. Uh, he has no hair. He's like a blue gray, big red and yellow eyes and like claws and teeth and but he doesn't like he's huge and he doesn't have legs like a bottom half he's this giant like tornado thing kind of like Jafar, yeah <laughs> uh he doesn't speak he just makes these noises but then he like hides out in the bushes and trees and is like growling you see his eyes yeah that's so funny <laughs> so weird and then he has little vampire henchmen who we learn he actually like kidnaps people and then makes them his like little vampires so he the supposed legend is that he uh kidnapped Wildwind and made them his little vampires and so yeah then there's three little vampires they kind of like float around his big tornado and then they can kind of like come into a human-esque form and have feet and run around each vampire of those three are like designed to look like one of the band members of Wildwind but like in their costumes like One's like thunder or lightning and one's all just black and dark and so but they're they're just very not your typical vampire at all. It's very like reptilian yeah. like yeah. bats <laughs> kind of. Um this technically is not our first vampire villain that we're seeing. The episode in a pup named Scooby Doo when they went to uh, it was RoboPup. When they went to Daphne's house, um, there was like a chef demon thing. And in the romp, they called him a vampire. So it, it, like that wasn't specifically ever said that he was a vampire, but in the romp it says he is. So again, you could, you could go about this either way, saying this is the first vampire we're seeing or this isn't. So it's yeah. kind of however you want to take it. But the three wild wind vampires also didn't talk. They just growled and yeah. had tongues and teeth and yeah. 
they were the ones that would actually grab the people, yeah, the band members, and then they would take them up to Yaoi Yahoo, and he would like squish them with his hands and <laughs> yeah. disappear. Yeah, it was very interesting how he did that. This has always been one of my favorite Scooby villains, just because it's so big. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's not your typical vampire, you know. It wasn't like Dracula, which we will see that eventually. But like, you know, they took this concept of a vampire and went to like over the top with it yeah. in a fun way. I felt like, yeah. And something I really liked, which I feel like a lot of Scoobies kind of miss, is, I mean, not that all of them have to have it, but. This one had kind of a quote-unquote end battle between the gang and the yeah, monster. That's true. Um, and I just, I like that because it's like this big kind of intense action sequence before they capture it, you know? It's not just like, oh, he's running away, set the trap, and oh, okay, we got him, you know? It was like the monster was fighting back type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I've always just really enjoyed this this villain. I don't know what you guys thought of it. Yeah, thinking about it in that way, I would agree with that. Cause there, and then there's like all these other like vampires that are with them. It's just not yeah. this one big vampire, and yeah, it's very grand and mm-hmm. like the whole legend thing behind it, and yeah. Yeah, I think that yeah, it was pretty cool. So, who was behind this? This one was kind of like multi-leveled. Yeah, this was so weird. It's kind of like Shirley from the last episode. Yeah. Like, this person. This yeah. Person. Uh, yeah. So they, well, so the Yaoi Yahoo gets destroyed. And so then they're like, why isn't the wild wind vampires getting destroyed? So they capture them and obviously they're masks. And at first it's the two skinny dudes and Russell. Yeah. yeah they're working together mm-hmm. to capture the other band members so they could win the contest. Yeah. Which you you knew you were like Russell. It's Russell. Yeah. yeah. It's Why is it Russell? <laughs> but I I thought it was funny. They pulled Russell's mask off last. So yeah. for a minute you were like, no, where's Russell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. But then then it's like, wait, there's another mystery because what happened to the Wild Wind? Yeah. Band. Mm-hmm. So then was it like Velma that was like talking about it like? Yeah, Velma kind of... Well, yeah, so, like, another mask gets taken off of yeah. them. So then it's just, like, these three random dudes, yes. and everyone's like, Who's this? Who? And then, yeah, that's when Daphne just whips out her makeup and is, like, you know, make, makes up them to look like their Wild Wind-esque band. Yeah. And is, like, recognize them now. So all along, it was Wild Wind. And then they go into this big, elaborate explanation about why they did this and i'm like couldn't you just become a different band yeah like uh since you don't nobody recognizes you so but they like went up in the rocks and they were gonna hide there they hid for a year and came up with this whole plan yeah and learned like special effects to do it all so yeah so the yaoi yahoo was just a giant projection that's why it exploded when it the sunlight hit Scooby's collar and hit the Yahoo Yahoo because it disrupts the projection. Yeah. Which is, again, is why I'm like, why was it like, oh, melting! Yeah, but then, like, they, like, had the rock climbing ability, and that's 
They learned how to make it look like they were flying with that. Yeah. And, yeah, it was crazy how they came up with all this. And, yeah, it was literally just out of spite because they got third place in the competition. They thought they should have won. It's like, oh, my goodness, this is a really well-thought-out plan, but... Yeah, they yeah. even paid off the Matt Marvelous and Bad Almonds, Bad Omens, to leave. Mm-hmm. Like they paid them, they paid them to go on a vacation to. They said the Great Barrier Reef so that they could have no one standing in their way. Yeah. And they also captured the Hex Girls, but they refused, which is why they just kind of left them mm-hmm. yeah. up in the mountains. Basically, they wanted them to die. Yeah, yeah they were just. Well, so they knew. <laughs> Because the Hex Girls weren't actually in the competition. Yeah. They were just opening for it. And they knew that. They did it so that the gang would actually come up and try to look for them. And then oh, they could kidnap right. them. Yeah. Because the gang technically joined the contest. Yeah. So they were like, crap, now we got to get them out of the way. Yeah. So they were like, well, what's, you know, how can we lure them here? So they were like, well, they know the Hex, Russell learned. Oh, they know the Hex Girls, so... Take the hex girls; they'll come looking for him, and that way, we can kidnap them. Hurry and go do our competition. We won, and then we can come back and be like, "Okay, leave." Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. everything was just so well thought out. I thought. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was, they didn't have to do this, but it was so well thought yeah. out. And it, I mean, it was well explained, like everything yeah. why they did it. There wasn't any like weird loose ends. I don't think. Yeah. So. Just the just the, the the weird grabbing thingy. Yeah, yeah, that I can't explain. And then the whole exploding yah yah yahoo yahoo, yeah. like him being like ah. But <laughs> it was for the movie, for the dramatic. Yeah, effect. really. <laughs> Um, when you, so I kind of showed you guys, there's a, uh, commentary with Fred, Shaggy, and Scooby, and when you watch that, Fred claims that this is one of their hardest mysteries, one of their biggest mysteries ever, so. I could see that. I kind of forgot to ask you guys as we went through these, but what are you thinking of the characters now that they're older? I asked you about Fred, but what about the rest of the gang? Daphne definitely was not as, like, obsessed with, like, I could see it, like, with her swimsuit and, like, enjoying, like, those, yeah. like, the guys that I noticed or whatever, but she's definitely, like, more, like, down to earth, I felt, and, mm-hmm. like, supportive of Velma and, like, just yeah. not as vain, so I kind of like that about her. I thought that was cool, um, and Velma kind of, she wasn't super sassy in this, but she still yeah. had her, like, you know... She's still like, no, this is this way. So she was very adamant about facts and things, mm-hmm. which was cool. But Fred, we kind of talked about. But yeah, they're definitely way more mature. Yeah. At least the mm-hmm. two girls, I felt like. Yeah. Were, and Fred still had aspects of mm-hmm. like him as a kid. But yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Fred is definitely, he's getting there. He's doing better in some aspects. But like as we discussed, but obviously it's not going to be perfect everyone has something to work on yeah everyone does and i liked kind of how again daphne and velma like it's never like they never explicitly say like oh i got you i got your back but it's shown mm-hmm. kind of like how again when velma was like i don't want to i want to get out of these platforms i can't walk in them and daphne's like yeah let's get you into something more comfortable because obviously you're struggling and she just wants her to be comfortable yeah and she's not 
sassy about Velma being the lead. Yeah, But she kind of killed it. Go Velma. Yeah. She When she got over her nerves, she really went for it. And then Shaggy and Scooby are kind of, you know, the, the good old Shaggy and Scooby. They're hungry a lot. They are kind of the comedic relief. And they're, um, yeah, they're kind of, I feel like they're kind of probably the same most out of yeah. uh, Daphne yeah. and Velma. Definitely. Since, yeah, since childhood yeah they don't change too much i don't think which is okay sometimes you don't need to change yeah. you know but yeah i'd i think it's fun so far kind of seeing the progress already yeah is already sure. noticeable i feel like daphne's enjoying i feel like she, maybe she didn't enjoy like mystery solving like true. <laughs> i think she's enjoying it a little bit yeah. more i felt like yeah true She's kind of more like, okay, we got to figure this out. Where should we go next? Yeah. This and that. Yeah. Velma's obviously talking a lot more, mm-hmm. not as shy. I mean, we did kind of see that with like her stage fright and everything, yeah. but you know, just around, she's not quite as shy now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm excited to see them carry on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know once we get into the new series, we will kind of see more of their kid come out. Yeah. Um, it's these two first movies. It's kind of like this transition of becoming teenagers. But like I said in the first episode, Daphne goes off on her own to investigate. And Fred's all like, well, be careful and whatever. And then it kind of cuts. And they're they're at a, like a snowboard ski lodge type thing. And uh, Daphne's on a snowmobile. She's just like jump in, whatever, and Fred's watching through like binoculars, and they're on like a walkie-talkie or something. And Fred's like, "You call that careful and whatever," and Daphne's just like, "Oh, just chill, like <laughs> fun." So you know, we'll kind of see their wild side come out. You know, kind of like I want to say immaturity, but like you know, kind of woo, like I'm still a kid, I'm still yeah. teen, you know, kind yeah. of spontaneous. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm excited to see them carry on, grow up more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, again, had fun with the pup era. I am so ready for this new era, this new age. Yeah. This, And um, I already got, like, my big mystery, with because that's what I wanted the last time. In our last episode, I was like, want to see these bigger mysteries. Yeah. This was a pretty big one. Yeah, yeah this is a pretty big one. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Is that everything you all have for this up? So, this yeah. movie episode? Yeah. I think we Okay. Time for our joke. So this is coming from the Scooby-Doo A to Z Ultimate Joke Book. Are you guys ready? I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> what did Dracula say when he was finished? What did he say? That's all, folks. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> That's a throwback to Warner Brothers right there with yeah. Porky Pig. Yeah, right? All right, so the next episode, we have another movie. It is Scooby-Doo and the Monster of Mexico. So they're going international again, except uh, that one will be interesting because uh, Fred actually has a pen pal, and his pen pal says, hey, come to Mexico. That'll be fun. So, Is this with Chubacabra? Yep. So it's an actual 
actual yes. like uh-huh. thing. The El Jupacabra, uh-huh. yep. Yeah. We'll get to see that and see how much they actually pull from the real legend yeah. into this. Um, I, I don't know. We'll get into it once we get in there. I don't love that movie. It's, I don't know. I have it very low, but we'll see what you guys think of it. The animation is beautiful now. And like they upped it from this one. Like they made a lot more shadows and stuff. And it, the animation, that one is really good. I can give it that credit. But again, I was kind of telling you guys that next one kind of has a A and B plot and it kind of cuts off the A plot and starts the B plot in the middle of the movie oh, and you're just like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> so, we'll I don't know. See. Yeah, we'll see. If you guys would like to get in contact with us, talk to us more about the timeline, where we're going, or anything else, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at SD Legend Podcast. If you'd like to email us, you can at sdlegendpodcast at gmail.com. We would love it if you gave us your thoughts, your opinions, your suggestions, just whatever you wanted about Scooby-Doo. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a review. It really helps us out, kind of gives us some guidance on what we're doing good or what we're not doing good. So that would be greatly appreciated. If you would like to actually be featured on the podcast, you can send a voice message about Anything you want, uh, you can send it. If you go to anchor.fm slash sdlegendpodcast, you can record a voice message and we can feature it here on the podcast. So that would be great. And that's going to do it for chapter 29. We're almost to chapter 30. Wow. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's all, folks. (laughs) That's all, folks. (laughs) We'll catch you in the next one.